and welcome to Fact Schmacks, the podcast good enough to get you a C. Minus. My name is Matt, and I've got a story to tell you. And my name is Kev. I have a story to interrupt. All right. Kevin. Okay. Matthew. How, how's your week been, bud? Uh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty, pretty good. good. No complaints. Pretty good. Yeah, no complaints. yourself? It's been, it's been all right. Yeah. Same old, same old. It's been a little, it's been a little empty, in fact. I've had, I've had no fact schmacks in my life, and I'm hoping that you're going to remedy that for me. <laughs> well, buddy, <clears throat> we got a rich one for you here. Uh, I cannot wait. Now, I kind of thought I would just read off these three things. Um, okay. Just the title of them and see if you knew them. But I think it would be more fun just to kind of go with a little blurb that's attached to each of them. Okay. Just so that people who are listening get a full, full, get the full rich experience on what we're talking about here. You bet. Uh, so, you know, like he, right now we're, we're a little locked down. As you'd like to uh, as, point out. <laughs> as usual. Well, like, it's, it's People all... People tune re- in to us for their escape, and here you are. <laughs> it's all relative. Matt, yeah. have you ever heard the theories that the New World Order is behind this? That it was oh, a pandemic? Crying out loud. You've heard... So you've heard of it. Now, I want to ask you, what's your... How many secret societies do you know about? What comes to mind when you think secret society? Um, well, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's secret societies out there. Name me one. Well, they're secrets. Well, they're not totally secret. <laughs> it's what they do but is if, secret. Their existence. Knew, well, okay. So then the CIA, they're a secret society. Yeah. Okay. I would argue that that's true. Uh, I was thinking more like I was looking for the answer of Freemason or the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, like you can join the Masons. Sure. <laughs> Anyhow. It's just a civic organization. All right, Matt. They put plaques in buildings. Then instead of calling this secret organizations, we'll just call it civic organizations. Civic your civic organizations with with uh maybe shady reputations. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> factor schmacked about right. the ex- is the existence of this group, okay? Okay. Factor Schmacked, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, which I think is a club that we should totally be in. <laughs> so, first started uh, around uh, 1812, uh, references uh, King George. We got, uh, he wanted to have a relative of his admitted to the society, um, the Freemasons, without having to endure the lengthy initiation process. The request was denied, so he was like, fuck you guys, I'm going to go start my own order. <laughs> and uh, he started the Independent Order of Oddfellows. It's uh, still around today, and they've had uh-huh. British Prime Ministers Winston Churchill and Stanley Baldwin among its ranks. Um, they say they're grounded in the ideals of friendship, love, and truth. And they also have real skeletons in their lodges uh, that are used during initiations to remind members of their mortality. Where do they get real skeletons? <laughs> I don't know, man. They're a secret organization. If they knew, they wouldn't where, even tell you. I guess. I don't know where I'd get a skeleton. Oh, all right. So our next group, Factor Schmacked. Yeah. The Molly Maguires. 
1870s, 24 foreman and supervisor in the supervisors in the coal mines of Pennsylvania were assassinated. The culprits, members of the secret society, the Molly Maguires, an organization with Irish origins brought to the United States by Irish immigrants. Uh Uh-huh. The Maguires got their name because members used to use women's clothing as a disguise while allegedly carrying out illegal acts, which included arson and death threats. The group was finally undone by a mole planted by the famed Pinkerton Detective Agency, which was hired by the mining companies to investigate the group. Okay. 20 of the Maguires were eventually hung by, you know, death sentence. They, they, they hang order to hang women's clothes i don't know <laughs> dude you know how far this research goes <laughs> <laughs> so you did research that <laughs> yeah you're getting 100 percent of my research <laughs> <laughs> all right so okay. our last one here is the order of first men started in america around the turn of the century i mean like 1900s not 2000s sure yeah this secret fraternity is closely associated with the Freemasons. It was an offshoot of the Freemasons. Uh, ties to American political dynasties such as the Roosevelt's and Kennedy's. Um, it maintains that their members are prestigious group who are descendants of a dynasty of leaders tracing back to early recorded history. The group has been accused of rigging the U.S. election in 1920, in which their member, Warren G. Harding, was elected president with vp calvin coolidge it's suspected to have been disbanded who can really say for sure hmm huh okay okay thinking yeah so looks like you're taking notes i actually am are you yeah because uh I, uh, I, I'm tired of always having to ask you what that second one was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look at you. You've upped your game. I sure have. I mean, I'll uh, happily answer you. It's not, here's it's not where, a problem to me. Here's where we're at, I guess, with my just initial impression. Um, I know the odd fellows are real. I've actually, I've met some odd fellows. <laughs> I'm uh, sure you have. <laughs> I sure have. Yeah. Uh, I, I particularly one very, very nice, uh, elderly gentleman, uh, told me everything about the odd fellows. They seem like they're all right. Well, I guess he didn't tell me about the Skellingtons. So, yeah, uh, that that's, I did that's not, a lot. That I did not know about the Molly Maguires. I've never heard about that. And then that the first gentleman, the Order of um, First Men. Oh, the Order of First Men. Yes. Yeah, I think you made the Order of First Men. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the Molly Maguire's one seemed way more realistic. I thought it was, I've never heard of it, and I just thought that's pretty badass. I feel like if there was a, if there was a president that was elected who was confirmed a member of, uh, of some secret society, we'd hear a lot more about it. Well, they say that at like every president's a Freemason, so. Yeah, they say that. I think Who's some of they? them actually were. Weirdos say that. Yeah, so what? <laughs> They're a civic organization. Like, so what? What if, like, every prime minister turned out to be a member of the Order of the Moose or something? Like, who cares? Well, they're the Order of the Oddfellow. Yeah, so what? Which is a great name. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Oddfellows. All right, well, that was fun. <clears throat> yeah. 
That was I'm gonna, fun. I'm gonna. I get up my game again. I'm gonna get you. Actually, this is a good. Uh, this is a good segue to talk about this. I think what we should. You talked about starting to keep score, but I think keeping a long term score is boring. I think we should just do games of best three out of five. Okay. And just start new games. Like if so, if that's the first game, we're just saying that's that's now it's it's one nothing me. All right. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, and then it you know just constantly gets reset. And we don't have to worry about it. Fair enough. I just you know it's it's hard to it it's surprisingly kind of hard to come up with these. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be sort of convincing. You do right, and the more and, I find, like yeah, the more detail you put in there, the more detail you have to put into your lie. Yeah. Right. So like I had to make this. I could have just read the order of first men, and you'd have been like, oh, I don't know. Sounds legit. Yeah. Anyhow, moving along. Anyhow, my uh, my little musing today. It's more less of amusing than just a fun fact. I find these often amusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it, you know, I have a question for you. How old? Okay. You step out. You step outside. You get hit by by sunlight. There. Now, I generally recoil from it. Sure, but if you did. I know you're, you're, you call me pale. Like you're not exactly uh, swarthy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I am in, uh, I am in the summer. I mean, I'm Canadian, so it's, you know, six months yeah, of yeah. sitting inside. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, light photons get made in the, in the core of the sun during those, those fusion reactions that, that keep the, you know, keep gravity at bay. And then those photons have to travel to the exterior of the sun. And it takes, from there, it takes eight minutes and 20 seconds on average from, for, a, for a photon of light to make it from the sun to the earth. But by the time it makes it to you, how old do you think a photon of light is? Oh, Basically, the question, question is, how long does it take that photon to get from the interior of the sun to the exterior of the sun? Wow, what a great question. Uh, hmm like maybe a second is yeah. uh, my guess would be that it would just like fire out there like a rocket just fire out there. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the under on this. You go with the under with like a second. Yeah. Uh, like a well, nanosecond, whatever. You're pretty close. It takes somewhere between, you know, it can take, it, it varies, right? But it can take anywhere between 10,000 to 170,000 years. What? For, Get yeah, out of here. For a photon of light to make it from, you know, from the inside of the sun to the outside. How do because, you figure? So remember we talked about on our fast facts, Max, and you'll be you'll be excited to listen to this uh, in the future, listener. Uh, a little insight about how we record these here, about how light travels slower in in like water because it's in a dense material. And every time it runs into a molecule, it's getting absorbed by that thing and then emitted. And that's going to slow it down. So, for example, you know, light travels, doesn't travel at 75% the speed of light. It's still traveling at the speed of light between getting absorbed by molecules. It's just getting absorbed. So it's tr- when it travels through something dense, it takes longer to get there. Hold up. I think I have like a little analogy of how this works. Sure. So it's basically born and then it spends... A million years of its life, just walking yeah. out of the sun, shaking hands with all its brothers and sisters. Exactly. Like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's well, up? Any 
any molecule it runs across, not other sure. photons, any molecule it runs oh. across, it has to stop and shake hands. But, okay. you know, stars are pretty dense, right? So there's a lot so of molecules. In, yeah, there's a lot of molecules in there. So it keeps getting, you know, going and getting emitted. And the other thing is, it's not really guaranteed that it's going to get emitted in exactly the same direction that it was going in the, you know, in the first place. So it's it's taken kind of a zigzaggy path out of there. Yeah, it's like a social take, butterfly at the ball. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know, it's like uh, you ever see someone who just re- is really bad at saying goodbye, leaving a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go, man. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's what you, that's the pro move yeah. right there. Or you just you like, say bye to the, you just get off and go, okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. If yeah. you give even that, you know, do you ever you do like to right, just be weird and just kind of stop and just be like, I just want to say goodbye to all of you individually. <laughs> Take everybody aside. Goodbye. It was nice seeing you. <laughs> I'm happy to hear you have a new cat. <laughs> uh, oh boy. I'd have to remember that many details about what I was talking to someone about that <laughs> night. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing for me. Uh, when I drink, I forget. Um, <laughs> so, Hey, moving on to our facts, max quality assurance here. Uh, we had YouTuber uh, or YouTube user uh, JB03HF help us out with a question that you had asked in our very first episode, uh, which was, can you what bear are we arms? Doing? <laughs> no, nobody's helped us, <laughs> helped us out with that one so far. Um, can you uh, bear arms in the city of Rome? I'm bearing uh, arms right now. Check out this muscle shirt. That's right. We both are. Uh, the answer is no. You were not allowed to bring weapons into the city. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also a general who was entering the city technically was not in charge of his troops once he entered the city, um, unless he was doing a triumph. What about so gang there. colors? Uh, it wasn't a thing. Well, there was one gang color. You couldn't wear purple because that was, uh, the Royal color and you wouldn't want to wear that. All right. Well, my question's been answered. I was surprisingly quick. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I, erroneously last week we were talking about the Lincoln Kennedy myths and I brought Ford into it and I'm not sure where that came from. I just misspoke. So I was listening back to that and went, Hmm, where'd Ford come from? No idea. Wasn't that the so shot in a Ford? Ford uh, it was, yeah. For, it Isn't was the, Ford theater in Detroit. Uh, I don't know. Lincoln sure was shot in Ford theater. Oh yeah. Not and then Kennedy was in a Ford. Was he in a Ford? Is that wasn't what that, Wasn't that what you said? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. No, well, I said Ford was shot in a Lincoln because I was, uh, I was just verbal, verbal soup in it there. Oh, well, yeah. a Lincoln has a Ford. Ford Lincoln well, Mercury. Uh-huh. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, speaking of, of Rome as we were, let's go back. Ooh. Let's go. Not quite back to the Roman Empire, actually, to the Holy Roman Empire. Now, the Holy Roman Empire was kind of a confederation of states between, like, Germany and France and parts of Italy. Uh, Where the dancing plague took place? Yes, absolutely. And that was in Alsace. Uh, So this word, the era we're talking about here is a little bit before that. We're talking about 896. Uh, I think the dancing plague was in 13 something, uh, or maybe 
15, 18. There we go. My memory doesn't go back that far. Um, because you drink during podcasts. Because I drink during podcasts. And you forget, that's right. you forget when you drink. And I forget when I drink. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, but in the very, we're talking about the very early Holy Roman Empire. And in the very early Holy Roman Empire, the Pope played a pretty big role in deciding who the emperor was going to be. He had a very important political position in that day and age. And as a result, uh, being the Pope became a, a kind of tenuous position to be in. You know, you were kind of a power broker, but then everybody is going to kind of want your you know, want your station that gives you a lot of power, gives you opportunities to enrich yourself, gives you opportunities to make a lot of enemies. And popes tended to make a lot of enemies. There was actually a succession. What's that? Satan. Well, yeah. Well, they made make enemies of Satan. They make enemies of other political factions inside of uh, uh, Rome is what was happening there. Um, There was this guy Pope Formosus and he reigned from 891 to 896 now the way that that it kind of worked is like there was already an emperor when when he became pope it was this this guy named Guy the 3rd of Spoleto that's the laziest name ever yeah. Now he's not the third guy in this story. He's actually really the second guy in this story, but he's so don't confuse that, but he's but he's Guy the Third. Okay. Uh, uh and he's the emperor and he's he's from the Spoleto clan or family, which is like a fact a political faction inside the Holy Roman uh Empire. What if we um, name somebody like Dude the Seventh? I'd I'd be down for being Dude the Seventh. I'd seven. be Dude number seven. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like they name people like they name extras back then. Yeah. It's like guy number three, waiter mm-hmm. number four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mean, I don't know. Oh, you're just, you're on fire. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, guy, guy the third of Spoleto uh, is emperor. And, you know, for Moses and Guy, they don't like each other one bit. Formosus is very suspicious of Guy for reasons. Um, the thing about this era is there was a lot of political bitter- bickering, but there was not a lot of people writing about exactly what they were bickering about. So all we kind of know is that people like, were fighting. No tabloids. Yeah. So we just kind of get the, the, the thousand foot view of like, these people didn't like each other, but we don't really know why in, in a lot of cases. I mean, even if they did record it, that's probably what they would get from this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So this is actually just kind of why they're fighting. They're just kind of. In this case, uh, there's you know you could look into it, uh, but there's, anyways. um, Formosis or guy makes Formosis name guy's son a guy named. (laughs) Wait for it, Lambert. (laughs) (laughs) he makes him name his son lambert as co-emperor and that's you know that was formosis the the pope's job to do that so he's like all right cool i'll name your your son as the co-emperor but you know on the down low he didn't like these these people 
And uh, he goes to a different guy who's not named Guy. This guy's named Arnulf. Arnulf of Carthini. Oh, boy. <laughs> Carinthia, sorry. It's Carinthia. <laughs> Carinthia. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to edit that out. No, you're not. Come on. <laughs> you don't ever edit shit out for me. You can't Yeah, can't that's cheater. true. <laughs> Wear your shame like a badge of honor. Yeah, that's true. So he convinces Arnulf that he really should be the guy in charge. And that guy says, sure. Yeah, you know what? I totally should be the guy in charge. Yeah, why And coincidentally, you? the guy who is in charge, who's Guy the Third, he kicks the bucket. He dies. And so Lambert's left holding the bag here and Lambert, you know, he can't, he might be even a child at this point. I'm not quite sure. It's said he was left in charge of his, in in the charge of his mother. Uh, But uh, this Arnulf guy, you know, he takes over, he invades with his, his army. He takes over the, uh, the throne. Emperor's dead. Long live the emperor. Now we've got Arnulf in charge. And let did me they, tell did you, did they this, kill Lambert? I feel like that's what they did back then. You know, I didn't actually look into that. He might have been exiled. Sometimes they did that sort of thing. Oh, that's better. Yeah, I feel I'm better. gonna go with. I him. just thought you were gonna drop a bomb, so I just wanted to head you off there. No, no, I am gonna drop bomb, and this story does okay. seem like it's gonna be kind of going nowhere for a while. But I promise you, it's going somewhere. All right. Um, <laughs> so the Spilettos. Who's the who are the family who who had you know these two people in charge before and now all of a sudden don't they're big mad man they're huge mad they are enormous mad gigantic they are mad gigantic mad and they are gonna get back at this rotten pope who has cost them the seat of the uh, you know the the seat of the empire there but um, Formosis dies like four weeks later. So they don't get to have the revenge. He just dies of, of, of natural causes. Uh, the next pope that gets named is a guy named uh, Boniface the Sixth. <laughs> Wait, what? Boniface. Bono? Boniface. Sorry, Boniface. Him, no, let's call him Bonoface. Bonoface. Sure. Bonoface the Sixth. Uh, and he was Pope for two weeks and then he died of gout. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's another guy's put in charge and, you know, the Spoletos there, they still have some sway, even though they're not sitting on the throne and they put all their weight behind it and they get this guy named Stephen the Sixth. Stephen the Sixth. He's even, yeah, even Stephen the Sixth. Okay. Uh, he's named Pope. Um, and this is where shit gets a little bit real. I think we should you bring see, back the whole thing about numbering your name. Like, I'll just be Kev the first. <laughs> you can be Matt the first, because I don't think, you know. So just everyone, you, everyone's assumed the first, but you still have to say it? Yeah, like, how badass is that? Hey, I'm Kev the first. Well, just get redundant, though. Nah, man. <laughs> no, just try it. We'll try it for a couple days. Yeah, I don't know about this. So very little sources uh, remain on exactly what everybody's motivations were at the time. Like I had said before, um, the Spilettos, you know, they surely hated Pope Formosis because he had kind of cheated them out of the throne. But 
you know, it's going to become pretty clear here that Pope Stephen uh, really hates this guy too. And um, Stiletto? He, uh, the, it's really not the sure why. The emperor? The, no, but Pope Stephen hates Formoses. Okay. But it's not really clear why. Everyone hates Formoses in this story. Yeah, but he's dead. Yeah, so well, yeah, and you'd think, right? Yeah. But they're they're still big mad, you see. Very and big they, mad. They, they're very big mad. They don't feel like they've gotten their their just rewards here. So I'll tell you what they decide to do. They decide they're going to put him on trial. But he's dead. You're just right. wasting money. Right. They're wasting money and they're wasting time, right? Yeah. Just going to be a spectacle. Ridiculous. How do you put a how do you put a dead guy on trial? Oh, don't tell me they dug him up. Kevin, have, you ever seen week, have you ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? No. Really? Yes. Did they have somebody, like, animate him when he was talking and giving his testimony? Oh, Like a brother. puppet master? Oh, brother. Are you kidding me? So they dig this guy up. <laughs> They put on his papal regalia and they sit him on top of the throne and they they make some poor fucking deacon kneel behind the throne to speak for him. That's a job I'd be deacon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, let's back this up. So this dude has been dead for seven months. Okay. Cause I was going to say the other dude was only around for like two weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's been By dead the time for they seven get around months. executing this seven months rotting in the ground. Okay. Now I don't know what stages of decomp- decomposition are like. You're not a full skeleton at this point. Are you? Oh no. You would stink. Oh, gross. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, right. I would think that you would stink. Uh, I'm going to have a drink. Yeah, you probably should. So they dig this guy up. They dress him up. And they make this poor guy be his his puppet master. Yeah. And have to answer for him. Oh, fuck. So Stephen the sixth. And we're like, like, this isn't even the end of the story. No, we're just getting started. Well, it's kind of the beginning and it's, it's the exciting it's part, the end of but the yeah, it's the end of the beginning. Okay. Um, so yeah, Stephen the sixth apparently just works himself into an absolute frenzy, putting this guy, guy on trial, uh, so to speak, screaming at a corpse and this poor deacon who's probably like a fucking teenager has to just kneel behind a corpse and be like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I did that. I'm so sorry. I was a very naughty pope. Man, this is... I was a bad boy. (laughs) I was a very, very bad boy. (laughs) Now, you might be wondering what he's even been accused of, why he's on trial, other than, like, screwing the, uh, you know, telling the, the... It wasn't even that. He was on trial, apparently, for, for among other things, having two jobs, being bishop oh of two God. places at once at one point before he was pope. Really? Yep. That's illegal? What if he was just trying to feed his kids? Right? Yeah. 
What if he was trying to feed other people's kids? Because that's, I, mean, uh, I don't know, I know. guess what they did back in the day. They did that back then, too? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different kind of joke. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so yeah, you're telling me that this pope puts an old pope on trial or allowed yeah. it to happen? He, no, no, he did it. He, he did, did it. it. Yes. Okay, and then he's accused of having two jobs. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Like, they probably just this weren't paying totally, a living wage, goddammit. To- yeah. Totally an offense worthy of digging a dead guy up and putting on a show trial. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So they decided, you know, after this this whole thing comes to an end, these, you know, the, the dead pope is found guilty of perjury and of uh having two jobs um his papacy is declared moot uh fun fact he had actually made um stephen the sixth a bishop so stephen the sixth didn't care so much about the fact that he had just mooted his own bishoping but he still got to be pope i don't know he didn't care about that. I feel like once they you're also, the Pope, you can just make your own rules. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, do you put a dead guy on trial. Yeah, you, you know, don't that, and which is like, that's got to be a power move, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you I mean, see I, what this guy's doing? It's so weird. Really? And like, weird. they wouldn't have had a family, right? I mean, he would have oh. had maybe brothers and sisters and stuff, but he wouldn't have I had know. kids or a wife that could have been like, hey, hey man, like, don't put my dad. dad I don't on know trial. if he was one of those sexually active popes. There absolutely is a Wikipedia <laughs> article for sexually active. There's a popes. bunch of articles. On. <laughs> um, so not only did they declare his papacy moot, but they cut three of his fingers off. Oh, that's just barbarous, right? He's dead. Oh, I thought man, maybe just... it was a death sentence, and then. <laughs> And then they buried him in a cemetery for outsiders. Uh, but that's then they the decided. Insult. Well, it wasn't apparently because they decided that that wasn't bad enough. So they dug him back up for a second time and they threw his body in the Tiber, which is a big river in Rome. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's very interesting. <laughs> oh, now. COVID. Yeah, there's some of that, some of that COVID. Now, you're you might be uh, might be old Stevie the Six there and thinking that job well done, you know, got rid of that bad Pope, uh, <laughs> dug him up, buried him, dug him up again, threw him in a river. People are gonna love that. Well, unfortunately for him, for Moses's body washed up onto the shore, and it was said to. <laughs> have performed miracles uh yeah that rumor started who knows who started it but the people of rome took that as a sign that the old guy had been a good pope and this new guy steve must be a real bad pope because look what he just did to a good pope so there was a popular revolt and they threw this guy steve the sixth in jail where he was unceremoniously strangled 
perhaps by an unnamed inmate. Nobody actually knows who who did the deed. All they know is that they just threw him in jail and strangled him. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, for Moses, you know, him who had been, who had died and been buried and dug up and been buried and dug up and threw in a river, they, they re, reburied him. Uh, and his popedom was eventually reinstated in hindsight. Um, so was Steve and, the sixth, yeah. was he like depoped? No, I think he's still a canon pope too. What the hell, man? Yeah. So there you go. That's I mean, the that's, weirdest. Uh, actually, that's as f- no, wait, wait, hold up. Okay. Yep, Before yep. I finish the sentence. This is definitely not the weirdest story about the Catholic Church. <laughs> I think it's the weirdest story about a pope that I'm aware of. <laughs> that you're aware of. <laughs> that Allegedly. I'm aware of. <laughs> so yeah. Uh yeah, totally uh a pope totally got weekend at Bernie's Bernie after death. <laughs> That's insane. I love it. I love it. That's a fantastic little history nugget that I was completely and blissfully unaware of. Yeah. I mean, they were so people weird were back weird then. back in the day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of weird things. There's a lot of weird things. People yeah. did funny things in public. Like, you know, this, this is just a little tidbit here because we might talk about this later. But did you know that, you know, back in the day, they used to do public executions, right? Yeah. But after a while, even like, or particularly like the people in power started feeling bad about it. So they would have these people like quietly strangled before they were brought out. And then they do their own little kind of weekend at Bernie's routine with the corpse to try and make it seem like it was more alive as they're torturing it to death. That kind (laughs) of started to happen a lot towards the end of the, uh, you know, of the public execution uh, era. Could you imagine that like now? I mean, and you know what the, like we joke about it, but there are places where that happens, which is totally fucked up. Totally. Right? Yeah. But like, I mean, in our civil, like our country, you know, like, or even if it was just like, like they execute people, whatever your feeling is on a, the capital um, sentence or whatever. Like that they, that they'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, like uh, 12.30 tomorrow. Like, you're listening to the news, and they're like, 12.30 tomorrow, if you're looking for something to do with a family, uh, be sure to stop by the uh, courthouse. We're going to be uh, hanging a couple people. <laughs> right? Like, that's so weird. Yeah. So ma- it's so bizarre. macabre. Yeah. Right? Like, for I, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm you know, personally not in favor of capital punishment. I don't think... Uh, you know, there's always going to be cases where you, that you hear about and you're like, oh boy, that really <laughs> put a bullet you know, on that, Just be done with it. Right. And, but, you know, I just, I, I sure. don't think uh, if we're going to say that taking a life is a sin, I don't think we can, you know, solve that by taking a life. Right. Sure. I don't, I'm, I'm on the fence. Like most things, but, I, don't, I don't care. You know, like I, I, I live in a country where that's, and that's the, uh, you know, the ethos that we kind of abide by. I, at the same time, I don't really condemn other countries for what they do. That's, you know, it's your business it to kind of yeah. figure it's out just, what happens within. 
That's so crazy. I mean, imagining a public execution would be crazy, but definitely crazier would be taking up the dead guy and trying him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they were speaking like metaphorically. Like, you know, we do like there's there's like posthumous convictions and things like that. I think that yeah. still happens if it has to be a matter of record or if they're like if there's a real need for it. I think that can happen, although, you know, hey, maybe for future FSQA section right there. Yeah, that'll um, be something good to look up. But, you know, we're certainly not digging up corpses to do it. Crazy. Huh. Well, I like that episode. Um I've got a Kev's closing fact for you. Good. So uh, our last week wouldn't be episode, an episode without one. No, it wouldn't. Like, how would you close it without a Kev's closing fact? It's happened once. It was a dark day, and we've <laughs> dark don't like stain. to think about it. Yeah. So last week we talked about the infamous DB Cooper. Mm-hmm. So one badass mamma jamma. Absolutely right. A man of action. A man of action. I'm I'm happy you said that. You know, the clip on (laughs) tie. It's a man of action. Absolutely. Uh, What about a mammal of action? Oh, okay. A little fact for you here. Did you know this kills me? Dolphins sleep with one eye open. What? Yeah. I know they're not clutching their pillows tight. (laughs) Uh, dolphins sleep with one eye open because of course they can't just curl up and go to sleep. They need to breathe. Uh, and they also need to keep an eye out for predators. So they'll sleep with, say they have their left eye closed when the right side, like different hemispheres of the brain will rest at different times. Oh, and apparently ducks also do that. So like, they're just these badass creatures that are like, fuck with me. I'll wake up. It's like in the movies, you know, when the guy's sleeping and then they disturb him and he's like, just pounces and he's got like the knife at their throat and they're like, whoa, whoa, sure, whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. dolphins. They're just That's mammals dolphins. of action. Sleeping with their eyes open. Sleeping with one eye open. Yeah. Can't pull one over on a dolphin. Like you just can't. Curly from City Slickers or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our show, folks. <laughs> well, there's our show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. As always, we like to bring up one movie from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Fact Smacks. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you want to hear more, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash facts Or you can check us out on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitter.com at Pod. We also have a website, factschmacks.xyz, because we know you haven't had enough yet. Sure.